Hello beautiful people, you are listening to Limitless, the podcast on faith, life and growth and I am your host Ifeniwa Moronike. So today I am recording, today is actually a Wednesday. This episode is supposed to come out, oh can you hear that sound? So I'm in my room right now so there are background noises, I'm so sorry. This episode is supposed to come out Thursday night, I usually prefer midnight and this is a Wednesday. So I need to record and I need to edit and this is an evening and I just came back from a practical in the lab and it was long and just this week has been it's been a lot but I thank God because he has allowed this passion to not be a burden for me but something that I love and I enjoy doing and I'm willing to sacrifice time to to do it basically so yes this week I was planning what I want to discuss and I was like oh I haven't given you guys my I guess my salvation story I wanted to call it testimony but then I was like, hmm, should I use testimony? Because when I was thinking, and it's a testimony really, but when I was thinking about it, and this is all glory to God, my life before was, it was still, of course it was in the world, and but I guess the transition wasn't that dramatic. It's not the most interesting testimony, but it's how I got where I am. I know some of my friends, they describe me with such, you know, great adjectives, thank God. But I keep telling them I wasn't always like this. I wasn't always this person that people would say is nice. I, I, I wasn't always like this. And I started somewhere. Yes, I may not have been that cre- completely crazy girl that did wild things. But I still, my character was completely different. The things that I chased were completely different. The things that motivated me, the things that I would, that I would pursue were completely different. Basically, I want you guys to just have a view into things that it took to make me the Ifeinwa I am today. Ifeinwa the podcaster. Because 10 years ago, me, a podcaster? No. Not even 10 years ago. I would even say three years ago. I wouldn't even picture myself in this position. So the story of how we got here. Guys, this episode today is how did I get here? And I'm not telling this story because I'm just feeling like, oh, let's just have a fun story time. No, I want you guys to learn because the things that God has taught me over the past few years have molded me into the woman I am today and have molded the principles and the morals and the values that I have today and the desires and the goals that I have today and so I want you guys just to learn from it so yeah let's get into the episode shall we okay guys so let's start from the beginning in the beginning all the way back I grew up in a Christian household which um I think is I think I've mentioned this before, but I grew up in a Christian household, but not in a household where Christ was forced onto us. So at no point did I ever feel like, oh, I have to serve this God because my parents are gonna kill me if I don't. At no point did I feel like I was condemned if I didn't read my Bible, I didn't pray. It was just something that we go to church every Sunday. Yippee. And I went to one of those churches, um, so in children's group, we did colours, we know mostly colouring in basically. So that was my faith up until uh i should say 13 and 13 was when i and my sister we decided we wanted to go to this specific church and so and we were going to church ourselves and this is the first time where i was like okay i'm enjoying this place like i'm not just going because this is a habitual thing that we do every week i'm enjoying this place i i'm enjoying the people that i'm meeting and here in this new church and it was winners chapel we were going to at that time um living faith winners the people there were really awesome and we, we were split up so we were in the teenage section and they were bringing up topics one thing that i really love about the ch- what churches are doing recently is they're starting to discuss the things relevant to us in 
this 21st century. So before, churches would shy away from the topics of sex. But I'm sorry, as a teenager, that is a topic that needs to be discussed because it's much better for us to discuss that within the walls and the safety of the church than to be discussing it amongst your friends who God knows where they got their morals and their values from or people outside or even school. Because I know when we were in school, they would never say, oh, save yourself for marriage. They would just say, use protection. And then they took us through um, the types of protection. But in the confines of the church and a community that you guys want to grow together in the Lord, it's so much better to discuss those sensitive topics. So from that, from that church discussing the things that were common, the things that were um, relevant to me, I started getting interested in this God. I started getting interested in faith. Now, I wouldn't say that I had developed a relationship, but I was getting interest. So my curiosity was birthed from just people who are understanding this is what's going on in my crazy teenage mind. At that point, I was getting more interested in God, but still, I didn't read my Bible, didn't pray, all that stuff was, you know, nah, I'm good. And again, I was not forced by my parents, but they did instill Christian values in me. And from as long as I can remember, I always knew that I wasn't going to be a heavy drinker. I knew I wasn't going to do drugs. And oh, was I thinking of experimenting? maybe maybe um but i knew that i was definitely going to save myself from marriage those morals were instilled in me even though i didn't know the reason just because that was what i grew up with and at that point in my life my parents whatever they said would go like i didn't question anything yeah so i started questioning things a bit later on so let's fast forward to a couple years later now i'm in nigeria and the church setting is very very different oh guys how i struggled and i started low-key forming an irritation with the Christian religion. There was a lot of condemnation, I'm not going to lie. I'm coming in from a country where certain things were more acceptable. For example, I didn't know that coloured hair was such a thing here where, you know, some people would believe that coloured hair is sinful or shows a form of recklessness. And I understand because even like wild colours of hair, it can it can depict certain things. And I get it, but I was a 13-year-old girl. I was 14-ish. Like I was a young girl. And so me doing coloured hair or pink hair was just me wanting to have fun basically but then there was a lot of condemnation that came with that and little things that i would do condemnation while you're in trousers condemnation earrings condemnation um you're not covering your head to church condemnation and i get it different denominations they have their different ways of the th- different things that are acceptable to them and that's completely fine but the issue was was that that was drawing me further and further away from this amazing loving caring god and i was just seeing him as this man in the sky with a bunch of rules who doesn't want me to be happy doesn't want me to live my life doesn't want me to have fun that was the mindset i had at that time and so church was just i'm just going to go just to fulfill all righteousness so i can just say i'm christian but i there's no connection and then i started tapping into my dad's messages like i started really listening and meditating on my dad's messages because in my church we have a lot of young people i started noticing okay Unlike some other churches I've been to, my dad's church, I'm hearing the things that pertain to my life. And I started to reminisce about the church that I used to go to in the UK where they would talk about things that spoke to me. Except now my dad is talking about things that speak to me and then from a spiritual perspective. So they're not just telling me, don't fornicate. Don't fornicate. Here's the spiritual side of it. Be loving to people. Show love to people. Here's the spiritual side of it. So back then in teenage church, they were mostly teaching moral teachings, moral teachings, moral teachings. And then a couple years later, I go through that stage of feeling condemned. And then I finally open my heart up to the true gospel. 
and the love of Christ and why God wants you to live a certain way. Not because he wants to put you in a box, because he wants you to have the fullness of life. He wants you to have a life that is free from burdens because the things he's telling you to stay away from, those will only bring you burden. They will only bring you sadness, lack of fulfillment. It's never going to make you feel whole. It's just going to be like, um, I heard this description, which I think is awesome um, from a podcast I love listening to, where, where it's like, you're doing everything Imagine you putting your hands in water and you're doing everything to hold onto the water, like to actually pick up the water and hold onto it, but you it keeps slipping out of your fingers. That is what it is when you're chasing the things of the world. Nothing will ever be enough. None of those physical things will ever be enough. They will keep slipping through your fingers and keep it making and you at the end of the days, you lift your hands out of the water, your hands are empty. You have nothing to show. Nothing to show. But God is that thing that doesn't slip through your fingers, that makes you feel whole, that makes you feel complete. That's why I found in Christ. But that was outside of the condemnation. But that was completely outside of the condemnation. And so at that age, I started getting even more curious. And I really started loving God, getting more curious about God. And I also remember the time when my mom was really getting us into the study of the word. And we would have like kind of a mini Bible study. And during this time, I was, this is when I was starting to understand the concept of relationship over religion and my mom and my dad basically both of them are always enforcing you know we want you guys to have a relationship it's not about going to church every Sunday it's about the reason behind going to church every Sunday it's about seeking God and so when we used to have these bible studies my mom would take us through the bible would have a discussion would have a talk and then she would relate it to our lives basically and which is what made it practical though Christianity isn't this abstract just abstract bunch of rules it's a lifestyle and all grows to God. I really thank God for my parents. And then came the big whammy. I was very, very close to moving away from my faith. I was very, 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 very close to giving up. And I was doubting a lot. So 17, I started getting more curious. 19 came and a couple of years after that. And so much happened with my education now all glory to god all glory to god he has made it relatively easy for me to understand and so i've never really struggled with school sometimes like here and there you know you get bad grades but for the most part i've been uh, above average student and i give god all the glory for that and so it seemed like okay when it comes to studying i'm fine understanding i'm fine but it just seemed like the devil was using so many other means to hinder my progress academically and i was frustrated because it was at the point where I was really getting to know God, where I was getting these attacks. And I was like, why? Why? So you didn't come for me when I was still in the world. Like, so why is it now that I'm for God that wants to come and play stupid tricks? And at that time, my roots were just starting to deepen. I was just starting to understand God and purpose and just him, a relationship, not religion, but a relationship for the first time in my life. I was starting to understand what a relationship was. And then the devil came with these schemes. And he came once and I stood up. I got up again, tried again. I was like, you know what? I'm going to reroute myself. I'm going to change schools, going to change the whole plan that I had pictured in myself, you know, the Canadian dream. And I decided, you know what? I'm just going to, we're going to reroute the whole plan. And I was good. I was like, you know, we've got this new plan. I'm, I'm ready. I've got the zeal, the drive. And then, ha, ha, ha. Oh, yeah. Devil came again. And this time, it was, it was hard. 
This second time, it was hot. I'm not going to lie. But that time was a very dark time for me. And I thank God for the family I have that it didn't lead to something that I wouldn't be able to get out of. But I was very bitter, very angry, very upset. And I didn't know what to do. Again, I was really trying to grab onto my life. I was trying to plan my life. And my life was slipping through my fingers like water. I couldn't clasp onto the things I was chasing. They just kept slipping through. And I was like, God, why? And during this time is when I was meditating. I started meditating. God started, Holy Spirit started bringing content to me, ideas to me. He started opening my mind to his plan. What God had to first do was step me away from my plan. He had to step me out of my plan in order for me to open my eyes to his plan. I was too distracted. I'm too busy looking on the left when God said, my plan for you is on the right. But I need to remove what is on the left. That thing that's attracting you, that shiny, sparkly thing attracts you on the left. I'm sorry, it's going to be painful, all right? But I need to remove it so that you can focus your eyes on the right, which is where I need you to be, to fulfill the purpose I have for you. And that process is so painful, especially for a control freak, which I am. And so it was those two instances, because you know I told you the two instances, where it's like I moved slightly back to propel forward. And that it doesn't always have to be like that. I was talking to one of my prayer leaders one time, and he was like, nah. He, once, he, once he met Christ, it was kind of like a gradual increase, just building, building, building. Nah, mine was not like that at all. Mine was down, right? Up and down, like basically a roller coaster. And it was in those times of like a valley. When I was in the valley, that's when God was really working on me, working on me, working on me, and I went up a hill. Some other people, it's just like a hill, like a straight hill, just up, up, no valleys, just up, up, up. And I'm praying by the grace of God, in the name of Jesus, it will continue to be up for me. I don't want any more sad, sad things that are going to draw me closer to God. I just want to draw closer to him because I want to draw closer to him. Isn't that, isn't that easier? Isn't that less stressful, less painful, less traumatic? Huh? Trauma, guys, trauma. I'm not even going to get into that. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not getting into that. But yes, and so it took those to really make me put my trust in God. And at the time, the Holy Spirit started bringing verses to me. It was at this time that I meditated, and now I, I some of my favorite verses, um, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean on to your understanding. In your way, submit to him, and he will make your path straight. That was when I was getting connected to verses like Philippians 4, 7, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. That was one of the times in my life where peace was so hard. Something that I'd been enjoying freely for years as, as a child. You know, you're peaceful. You don't even think about life like that. For the first time, it had been taken away from me and I didn't know what to do. And God is like, it was all right then, you're a child. Of course you're going to have peace. Now, you need to actually accept me into your life. If you, if you want to enjoy my peace... It's time for you to finally accept me, not just go on this wishy-washy way of uh, church on Sundays. No, it's time to build fire. And let me tell you, when God started building my fire, he did not stop. He has not stopped. Thank you, Jesus. So after those issues with school, and I finally eventually got into school, and I thank God, it was not my first choice. I didn't want to come to the school. I didn't even want to be in Nigeria, honestly, if I'm going to be so honest with you. As much as I love my country, and um, I have a passion, I really do. If you have a passion for your country, there's a reason. There's something God wants you to do. There's someone who wants you to be in this country that will liberate so many lives, that will be a blessing to so many people, that will make a name for you and glorify him. So don't give up on that passion. I just want to put that out there. 
But I love my country, but my original desire was Canada. And I've said this so many times. I was so excited. I didn't even mind cold. I grew up in the UK, so cold was not even a big deal for me. I was ready. But that didn't happen. And God took me out of that plan. And I stepped into God's plan. And it's only recently, I'm not going to lie, and it's now that I'm here, it's now that I'm in this stage that I'm able to understand why God put me where he put me. So God took away my plan and what I wanted. And in that time, I really had to trust in him. That was the time when I really had to trust in God. And that was how he started building me in him, building my faith in him. Realizing that if you truly call yourself a Christian and you really trust in God, you need to trust in him even if you don't understand, even if you don't know why. It's very easy to trust God in the easy times. That's not a test of faith. The test of faith is you trust in God when you don't understand, when you don't know, when everything seems scattered, when everything seems... Why? That's when we know, okay, this person is a person of faith. That's the true test of faith. And so I entered school and um, I was still in the place of, I was still trying to understand, you know, why God had me here and et cetera, et cetera. But there was still some bitterness. So I was really planning, you know what, I'm not talking to anybody. I'm not making any friends. I'm not like, just me, myself and I get good grades, get decent grades. I wasn't even pushing for great grades like that. I was just like, you know what, come in and leave. When I came out of that, my hunger for him became the most he had ever become. When I started seeking him, not for what he could give me, but just to seek him in his gloriousness. Don't know if that's a word, (laughs) but just in his glory. It was from those experiences and trusting in God and saying, all right, God, you know what? I'm done. I'm like, I'm done trying to take control of my life. I give everything to you. And it was through that submitting to God that I was finally able to have peace even if I didn't understand. And it was in that piece that I started to slowly get closer and closer to God and build more and more and with my fire deep in God. And I thank God for the unit I'm in. I'm in prayer unit in my school and the amazing people, like a family basically, just an amazing set of people who genuinely want to grow in the Lord. And I have seen immense growth, immense growth. My sister was saying this thing. She listened to my episode, one of my episodes, my prior episodes, and then she listened to a recent one. And she was like, there's obviously a difference. There is definitely a difference. Even my biblical knowledge has improved. My ex- time that I pray has improved. And so when people ask me, oh, how are you doing? How are you doing? I'm like, don't, don't ever, do not look down on small beginnings because everyone starts somewhere. Everyone starts as a seed. Now, for that seed to grow and to bear fruit, it needs to be planted. It needs to be watered. It needs to germinate. The plant needs to germinate out of the seed. And that's, a, that's an uncomfortable process. It needs to come through the soil. That's an uncomfortable process. And then it bears the fruit. And it's the fruit that's most important. But it starts as a seed that seems so, so insignificant. So wherever you are now, do not look down on it. Yes, you may be struggling with something. You may be battling with a temptation. You may be battling with a sin or an addiction. You may be battling with your character. You may struggle with some character attributes. I remember when people used to, like, secondary school, I used to think it was a compliment, low-key, when people call me rude. I'm like, yeah, I'm that girl. I'm rude. Yeah, I'm rude. Da, 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 da. And then when I started getting close to God and deeper in the word of God and the will of God for my life, and I was like, what, what do you gain from putting sadness into someone else or making someone else feel miserable? Or making someone else feel less than. Now, it wasn't like I was going out of my way to make people feel bad. But I definitely didn't shy away from an argument. Not a physical fight. I've never been a physical fighter. But I never shied away from that kind of thing. But 
it was through getting close to God that my character transformed. It wasn't just, okay, today I'm going to decide to transform my character. It was gradual steps. And it took so many experiences, positive, especially negative, to grow me and to build me into the woman I am today. And I'm only just, I like, I'm just beginning, basically. There's so much more that I know God wants to do through me. This is not the limit. So wherever you are now, understand that this is a stage in a long journey. The journey of life. You continue. As long as you seek God and you have the heart to seek God every day, you continue to grow. Be patient. You continue to grow. But you need to seek God. You need to have your heart in it. Pray unit. I remember in prayer unit, I used to feel so... I used to feel so intimidated. Like, how come everybody else can pray this long amount of time and they wouldn't get tired? Oh, yo, when I first came, I was like, nah, I'm not doing this. I'm gonna, nah, I'm not doing this. These people, they pray for too long. They're loud. Like, you guys chill. <laughs> I didn't enjoy it at all, but my, the Holy Spirit kept drawing me in. And the thing is, because the Holy Spirit knew I had the desire. That's what I'm talking about. Have the desire. Guys, actually seek God. I had the desire to know God. And so even if my flesh didn't want me to, I kept going back to the prayers. I kept going back to the prayer unit meetings, even when I didn't feel like it, even when I didn't want to. And I thank God that he did because I'm seeing the transformation he's doing through me because of that. And even till today, I look back, I'm like, God, how did you do it? And I would never picture myself doing what I'm doing now. Podcasting. And I love it. I love it so much. And that's why I'm doing it here. I'm not using my mic right now, I'm using my phone. I'm still in my, my college wear. And I'm hungry. <laughs> but I'm still doing this because there's a message that needs to be heard. And I want God to use me as a vessel to share it. And so all of this to say, I'm not just here to tell you my life story on how I got here. But all of this to say is, God's going to take you through some hurdles. That's not um, something that we're, we're going to try and sugarcoat. You're going to go through some hurdles that is the perfect opportunity to draw closer to him to seek god even when you don't feel like it to seek god even when you don't want to to trust to have faith to build hope to live in faith and not fear it's during those hurdles during those times of struggle that you are molded into a stronger person spiritually so that when the once you've passed that hurdle when the, the devil comes with stupid arrows you're like eh, get out <laughs> This process God is taking you through, this journey is taking you, this life journey, there's a purpose in it. And it will take small steady steps to get you to where he wants you to go. But you need to be willing to submit to him. And so this episode, I don't know if you guys can tell, I'm, this is the first time ever that I don't have like my bullet points. Usually I have bullet points because those bullet points help me so I, I don't have like scattered points so that I can be focused. Not like a super long script or anything, just bullet points. But this is the first time I'm not using any bullet points because I wanted this to come from the heart and I wanted it to be something that is not so structured, basically. And I thank God because he allowed it to go smoothly. But yes, I just wanted you guys to know a bit more about me, how I got here, why I am the way I am. No, I didn't have the wild testimony that make people go, wow, you used to be like this, now you're like this, wow. I didn't, I didn't have that story, but that doesn't make it any less than. That doesn't make it any less of a learning opportunity for everyone. I mean, the Ifeanwa of a couple of years ago is nowhere near where I am now. Nowhere near. The confidence I even have now. Yo, being insecure is not fun. It's not fun. It's not fun. Because even when, like I was telling someone this recently, even when there are so many things God has blessed you with and so many talents and 
so many amazing things to be proud of. The devil will only focus your mind on the negative. But once I came into Christ, even the things I wasn't aware of, God opened my eyes to it. And I stopped focusing on me, being confident in me and how I look and my abilities, but confidence in Christ, because that is everlasting. Sometimes I can have an off day. So if I put my faith in my grades and I have an off day, what, does that mean I have no identity? God opened my eyes to identity and confidence in him, who is eternal, who is never changing, who is forever amazing, basically. And so I thank God. I thank God. The things that he took me through, I thank God. Because if that's, I guess, if that's what it had to take to get me here, then it was worth it, I would say. If it could be easier, eh, I would, that would be nice. But I guess my stubbornness wouldn't allow it to be, so God had to use this route for me. But I thank God. I really do thank God. All glory to God. All glory to God. I'm so happy. And I'm so happy to be recording. I'm so happy to be recording. Editing, that's going to be another thing. But I just thank God that I'm able to record. And I have to announce, guys, this is the mid-season finale episode. I really wanted us to have some guests before the end of the season. But because of the way my school schedule is and exams and tests and stuff, I had to cut it a bit short, the um, mid-season. So we're going to actually start off our the upper half of season one with a guest so no problems with that okay just stay tuned all right be on the watch i'm still going to be creating content during the break it's just um it's uh tricky it's kind of a busy time for me so and it's a perfect time to have the mini season finale actually because um, the way i want to be doing my seasons is yearly and i start in october so i guess this time's actually an all right time for me to go on a mid-season break come back and then i'll have the actual seasonal break like season finale all the way in October. So guys, so I'm going to go on a bit of a break, but it's going to be not too long. It's not going to be a long break. And during the meantime, you can always check me out on TikTok and Instagram on both amifanywa underscore mo. Um, I still have content on there. Instagram has been a struggle also because of school, but TikTok, I think it's been easier for me because um, TikTok is less structured. Like you don't have to be so polished. I think that's easier for me. So you can always check me out on those if you still want to, you know, get the content coming. But yes, guys, this has been an amazing, an amazing, amazing ride. And it's only going to get better from here. We're only going to go higher from here. Content will get better, quality better. We as people will grow better and be limitless together. I thank God for you guys. And I thank God for the platform he's been able to give me and the things I'm able to do with it. And I'm just so blessed. And I pray that this has also been a blessing to you. And that this first half of Limitless Faith, life and growth has been a blessing to you. And as I always, always, always say, and I hope that you guys have been listening, like I'm not just just talking, but um, to share, to leave a review and to leave a rating. Share with someone that you feel like this would be a blessing to you. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave a rating. So yes, guys, I will be seeing you guys in a couple of weeks. In the meantime, stay blessed. Do not forget to continue to seek God, continue to pursue the things of God. And we'll see you pretty, pretty soon. Stay blessed. Bye, guys. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing week.